combat time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Combat Time Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Yasin, and I'm joined by Jay. Hello, hello. And Josh. Hello. How are you guys doing? Eh? Eh? Um, eh? You know, I'm, I imagine uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, not doing any better uh, considering what we just spent 40 minutes going through. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I am also in that kind of like same boat. I was actually having such a good weekend. And then, well, I guess <laughs> things happened the last 40 minutes that made me change my mind. It can't last forever, man. Yeah. So, as you guessed from the title, we are talking <laughs> about the cult classic, Mortal Kombat, mm. The Journey Begins, direct can be called to that. video. Uh feature film it's not a feature film right if it's, it's not, minutes, it, it, it's not a it can't even qualify what, what's the exact runtime if it's 40 minutes it can't qualify it's about it's yeah it's like 39 minutes something like that so it's like a wow. short yeah yeah it's an animated film so i think that's doesn't that have a different qualifier for what it i don't know can be considered a film it's an animated film but it's one of those fun 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 mixed media animated films there are some truly uh, fun we'll get to that, that. that you decided to <laughs> yes, yes fun is a as a as a word and dispute here it's, um, it's a it, it's a very forward-thinking animated movie for its time <laughs> i will say i will say i would give it props for experimenting yeah at a time like because this was this this came out in april of 95 which was a few months before mk 95 live action movie came out uh this was basically a tie-in promotional thing for the movie um, I mean, in, even in the in this thing, it says you know, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, it says like a stay tuned or the combat the tournament begins in Mortal Kombat live action or whatever. So it's def- this was definitely something to promote <laughs> a live action movie. But I'll be honest, if I had saw this back in '95, I don't know if I'd have much faith in the '95 movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't really it didn't it didn't really convince me um, all too much. But I guess it had. It definitely had some things that I can say that are good. Um, there's not a lot what? there, hmm. but it had some good things in it that I actually think is kind of cool. Namely, the voice actors. Name two. <laughs> <laughs> Name two good things about this movie. Two? Okay, the voice actors yeah. are one. I think the voice acting was actually pretty okay. Um, too good. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was okay. Like, it was okay. I know, I know we had some, like, uh, heavy hitters in this in this movie, like some like people who have been in the business now for decades, and they're awesome. But it's like, I the the acting in this one was kind of just what it is. And, oh, and, and, and oh, and the other good thing is that like some like uh, if you really paid if you really paid attention, some of the matte paintings in the far far background were actually okay. <laughs> were they were they paintings? They met actual matte paint. There's like, there's like, I think there were times where there were some, but yeah, and oh yeah, and like, um, in one of the scenes, like the floor is like super shiny, and I want that floor. I count that as a good thing. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, it inspires you to create something. Yeah, it, it, uh, I, I should say for anybody listening, if you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about, it is the 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 tie-in media uh, that that came packaged with the. It didn't even come packaged with a fucking Mortal Kombat '95 movie. It came like out on on VHS before the movie hit yeah. theaters to yeah, get it wet your appetite. I mean, it also had like apparently it had like behind the scenes footage of the live action movie as well. Right? Yeah, it had some extra special features as were fifteen you know, minute behind the scenes documentary. Oh boy! Yeah, takes me back. Man, this is yeah. Cause, so this was made. Uh, this is one of Lawrence Kasanov's projects with Threshold yes. Entertainment. This is one of the things he said. This is what I'm doing to you know expand the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, like every great Mortal Kombat story, it starts with three random people on a leaky boat. On a leaky gonna save boat. the world. <laughs> I'm getting sick of seeing a fucking leaky boat. We we read John Tobias's comic, we read Blood and Thunder, we seen the movie, and now we're this. This is like five times we've been on a leaky boat. Okay, four times. I look I forward count. to a Mortal Kombat origin that doesn't have a leaky boat. I got that. <laughs> We got that with uh, 2021. There was no leaky yeah, boat. Yeah, there was no boat. Yet. They just teleported. No, they fast traveled. Uh, there's, no leaky, <laughs> there's no leaky boat yet. You know, you just remember, in the first, um, in the 2021 movie, they didn't even have a tournament. Like, we didn't even get to the tournament. Right, yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. There's no and tournament in this, either. This is like the third setup, third or fourth setup thing that we've we've encountered so far in this podcast. That sets up the tournament that we don't see. <laughs> I know. I'm I, like it's, I'm noticing yeah. really fucking cock teasing me right I'm now. I'm noticing I'm noticing a pattern. It's like you know you're promising the goods, but you won't show me the goods. It's like a, it's a, a yeah, like you said, it's a tease. It's like I feel very unsatisfied right now. It's like you're promising me the world, but you're not delivering on it. And I will say, uh, out of the three of us, I don't think any of us ever saw this fucking shit back in the day. Because nope. we all no. saw Mortal Kombat 95 I, when it came out. I went in this... I watched... I went in this, like, with virgin eyes and virgin ears, and I don't yes. know. I, I, think I, I think I want to be a virgin again, guys. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. I want to start over. I want to do over. <laughs> uh, I didn't see this shit. I knew about it. I knew about it, but I, like, I saw the TNT making of special, which is like a whole fucking hour long... I got that shit recording a tape, dude. That that that'd be a good thing to sit around the campfire and watch. Uh, hell, maybe even do an episode about wait, and like about wait. So you you taped this or you no taped no not the... this. There was a on on Turner Broadcasting. There was a making of of the '95 movie. Oh, that okay, pretty gotcha, much gotcha, just gotcha. covered uh, locations and martial arts, uh, and it was great. And it got me hyped for the '95 movie. And I think there were some commercial breaks where they promoted this. Or like the oh, CD-ROM okay. that comes with you when you order the thing. Uh, it's like I knew of this, and I knew how bad it was. I just never saw it. Like I guess I was not that kid that was lucky enough to catch the VHS of this. And your fucking uh, oh god, what was that movie store I used to go to in the nineties? I forgot it, but you know, Blockbuster Home, not uh, Blockbuster. Is it is a. Per- not, Holly, not a rental place. It was a Suncoast. Suncoast video. Oh Suncoast. man, Suncoast. That might have been a northern. Yeah, Suncoast thing. was yeah, like yeah. the VHS place in the mall, dude. I bought so, I bought so many animes for like three episodes yeah. for sixty dollars. God, I remember those days in the nineties. That's where I got Godzilla versus Biollante and see it for the first time. Uh, I don't know if, uh, 
fulfilling my my mention of Godzilla in every episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, like, if they were a local thing or how widespread they were, but yeah, my favorite thing as a kid was going to the mall and going to Electronics Boutique. Uh, to some, I forget what the bookstore's name was. It wasn't Books a Million or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, Walden Books. uh, Walls of Books. Yeah, that might have been it. And then KB Toy Stores. And then, yeah, Suncoast Video, where I like beg my mom, like. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, like, uh, like the first, like the first VHS of Ushio and Tora that I ever found was in a Sun Coast, and Yasin, you know what that is, so. Mm, man, yeah, I, I love, I love Ushio and Tora. Yeah, I will and say, despite that, all that, I never saw this fucking movie. I didn't know about this until I want to say a handful of years ago. I don't remember. Really, like, it may have been like. Like I knew Maybe about it as a kid. Ago? I didn't know it's about kind of, it. I it's never... kind of like the birds of the bees. Uh, you know, everyone's like, "Well, when did you get told about the birds and the bees?" And I can't remember. I just felt like I knew about the birds and the bees since kindergarten. I re- I, Josh, I remember the same thing with this. I I just always known about jo- it. Josh, I, <laughs> Josh, I remember, and and also I remember what food I was eating that day too. Oh my god! god. <laughs> what were you eating, Jay? <laughs> I was eating. I was eating an apple. And like a ham sandwich because I was in the school cafeteria because okay. it was that because I learned about it in school. You learned Wait, about the birds about, and the bees. Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were eating a ham sandwich when they were telling you about the birds and the bees. Yes, I was. <laughs> not like so, at, not like, like at the not like at the same time, mind you. I think the ham sandwich happened like later, but class was right before that. So <laughs> have a ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you and your food, man. Um, I love it. I love it. I I will say, like, I mean, you, like I've said before, like, I was oblivious to certain things. I didn't know about the '95 movie until I saw it on VHS. Didn't know about the Birds and the Bees either. That you know, I still don't know about that. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, with this movie, like, I had never heard about it. No one's ever talked about it to me. Like, I didn't know about this until I was out of college and had a full-time job. <laughs> really? Like, I didn't, yeah, it's, it, I didn't know about this until fairly recently. So I'm like the only one that knows about it, but I still never seen it. No, actually, yeah. I had never, I really had never heard of this. I think the first time that, uh, that I had heard about this is when you guys told me about it, like, I think a few months ago. And I'm like, wait, what? This <laughs> exists? <laughs> this is a thing yeah. that exists? <laughs> I saw clips of it online. And I mean, I, I remember it being uploaded or whatever, and I saw clips of it like years and years ago, but I never went through it because like, this is just bad. Um, like the only reason, the only way I, I mean, to the point where I've had the MK Blu-rays since like for years, I forgot it was on it. And I'm pretty sure when I got the Blu-ray, I saw it. I, mean, I saw that it was on there. I clicked on it, played it for a bit. And I'm like, I can't do this. And I stopped <laughs> watching it. <laughs> so, I'm glad I did this now because I don't think I'd be able to watch this movie without people. <laughs> I can't watch it on my own. I mean, it goes by quick. Uh, it wasn't a Does painful it? experience to where it's like, oh my God, let it be over. I was actually surprised when it ended. <laughs> I had a feeling that it was going to be the same thing that happens in every setup where it sets up the tournament and then it says, go play this game or go watch this movie to see the actual tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this was. Oh man. Um and it was um and it was definitely it was um it was an experience. I mean, honestly, I very much wish I was not sober watching this movie. That would have been nice. Yeah. I was getting there. Uh, for those who didn't know, like this this was a 
mix of different types of animate like it had 2d animation it all and then when it went to flashbacks of like different fights it did 3d animation but then also while they're on the boat the boat is cg i think and then when they're walking around shang tsung's island that's also cg but then the characters are 2d and it kind of precedents uh like you know when they do it more like recently in like anime and futurama and stuff like that where it's like they they pull back to do like this like swooping 3d thing yeah i mean mean? that's it was early on so they were definitely experimenting and trying stuff which is commendable it's just it was just a lot of corners cut (laughs) and I, i wonder i wonder if it's like you know they didn't have time maybe like i i always hear like when there's something that has to do with animation and it's like some when you have to like reuse animation cycles or if you know stuff looks unfinished it's because they didn't have time and you know the studio or whatever wanted them to like get it out as and quickly as possible that lends well because i mean they probably wanted to get this out before the 95 95 movie yeah. came into theaters so yeah probably yeah i mean this is right in the hate like 95 this is right when like you know the height of like mk2 mk i mean even in this like the end of it they promote mk3 yeah so it's like this was at the height of popularity of mk and it was about to get bigger with the movie so i can understand that they probably had like pressure to like get this out i just thinking being a kid sitting there watching this this is as good as it gets this is the height of moral combat <laughs> popularity this fucking this shitty movie, movie. I would be interested to know exactly what the timetable was to actually get this out from the concept of it to the production of it to just the, you know, to how long it took to record the voice acting, which considering it's such a short movie was probably all done in a day. It wouldn't surprise me if all this was just done in a day. Let's not make assumptions. Yeah. They probably did some hard work. Well, no, I'm not talking about like the actual doing of the, um, of the animation. I'm talking about the voice acting specifically. I think, I think because voice acting can be done like fairly, fairly quickly if the script is good. And it's written well, and I mean, was the script good? Uh, no, <laughs> it wasn't. But uh, but but Ch- really take a look at Mister Freezer over there. <laughs> no Ice Cube, Ice Cube, Mister Ice Cube over there. Whatever. I think he had like a like like three different pet names for Sub Zero. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The pet, uh, but but also like one thing I noticed, and it just kind of hit me: those character designs, man. They they remind me of something. I think that my grandparents tried to get me into at one point. So like they Looks like Hanna Barbera to Well, you know. no, um no, but those character designs and how they're drawn, it reminds me of like um uh those old animated Bible um movies. <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like they used they made this uh, these were cheap things that were done. They they did all the classic Bible stories. Like they did um they didn't know his ark. They did like David and Goliath. They did uh, Ramses, I think. Uh, I don't know. Um they did like a whole bunch of these like of course they did one of Jesus. I mean, they did all this stuff. I wonder it, if there's some overlap here. Did the people that worked on those old Bible animations worked on this? I think they did, <laughs> because the, or, or at least the character designers did. Because I'm just looking at like, wow, the way these characters are drawn and the way they're walking, it really does feel like that. This is something that you saw in a Bible, like in a Bible animated movie, like back in the mid '90s. Like it just it makes sense. I just couldn't un- I, I couldn't unsee it when I was watching it. Jay, you had a more rich childhood than I have because I have not like experienced those. But you don't want to experience those things, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> like like my like my grandparents gave them to me. They were trying to get me to go okay. to church. It's a whole thing. We ain't got time for that on this podcast. <laughs>
Well, I mean, Mortal Kombat is the greatest story ever told. It is, which means that they yeah. worked on the greatest story ever told. So I guess yeah. they, you know, so I guess they had a, bibl- a biblical moment. So it's greater than the Bible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> However, not presented as well in this iteration. No. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would say we can go over the main story beats, but I mean, there isn't, like, there's some, there's definitely, there's a lot of I mean, exposition in this. It's like basically, how, if you've, if you've seen the 95 movie at this point, if you read the comics, it's the same thing. It's a setup on the leaky boat. But they do a little, few different things there, where, you know, there are, uh, yeah. Sub-Zero is working for Shang Tsung, I believe. Yeah. And that feels just like a, you know, a, we, we don't have time to, to introduce Sub-Zero as his own character. So we're just going to make him Shang Tsung's lackey. But there they was. They say that he is from the clan, the Lin Q. Lin Q. <laughs> the Lin Q. <laughs> that threw me for a loop. And they actually um, say that, like, Goro's race is called the Shao Kahn or something like that. Shokan. The Shokan. Well, I mean, that's something that was introduced in the movie and the comics. Uh, and has since been, I guess, retconned is like, Shokan is the race. That's, Shok- that's Goro's race. But they keep saying in the comics and in this, it's, it's a realm. It's a realm within Outworld. It's like a subterranean realm. What's that? Something like underground. <laughs> and that's where Goro reigns. And apparently there's a lot of, you know, mythology in that. And that's, you know, yeah, he's a subterranean realm of Shokan. There was some interesting stuff in this. And with there how was, they, they, they did the Sub-Zero and Scorpion thing. Yeah, which uh something that Neil uh, from MK Podcast pointed out to us that, right. you know, and I was so wondering, like, what's this going to be? And it is more or less what I should have expected. It's like, and they brought, they did this in the comic too. Scorpion doesn't want anybody else to kill Sub-Zero. Because if they do, he's never going to be able to, you know, rest in his clan's victory hall. Is that like he has a, to right. kill Sub-Zero. Is that like a canon thing now, Josh? Because I, admittedly, I didn't know. It more or less mean. is. I mean, because before it was my family and all that, it was like Scorpion got killed. He's cursed. He cannot see his family. His only vengeance is avenging his own death. And, you know, he's from a proud warrior clan. So if he can't fucking sense this, he has no right to, you know, rest in his Valhalla, as it were. So he's got to kill Sub-Zero. That motherfucker's dead. That's canon. As far as him protecting Sub-Zero so no one else kills him, uh, I don't know. I don't think that was brought up in the games. But it it, it, no. it, work. it works of canon. I actually thought the... Also- Oh, go ahead, Yasin. I was saying it, it. It said in this, but he doesn't actually protect them at any point, does he? It he doesn't, and they mention that he does, and I'm like, where I didn't see this. I think I mean they the, show him. They show him po- sort of possessing, following him, like, following him as a spirit. Yeah, that's about it. And so I think that's as much as they brought it up. And what? then Raiden, yeah. Johnny Cage is like, "What's this?" And then Raiden's like, "Well, son," and then he explains it. <laughs> That's about. I, I like. I always thought it was kind of funny that like Johnny Cage really was the Jack Burton of Mortal Kombat. He's like, "What? I is mean, go- what is going on here?" <laughs> that is his character description for the whole series. But here, and everything, he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's just like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm just a stupid Hollywood man. I just come to prove myself. What's this Thunder God shit?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Johnny Cage um, sounded sounded like that in Mortal Kombat. He would be yeah. he would be hilarious. He almost did. I sh- he, yeah, he did almost. Did. Um. So yeah, this this uh this movie quote unquote film uh does start. Why are we start even talking le- about this, dude? Why are we talking about this movie? Because <laughs> we're completionists and we want to we want to experience everything that Mortal Kombat. Has to <laughs> yes, 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 That's Josh. True. Josh, you the can't. good and the bad. 
Josh, you can't do a podcast about the greatest story ever told without like without acknowledging the bad that led to the greatest story ever told. That's true. You're right, Jay. I am a And also we shame we shamelessly copy MK Podcast. So are we shamelessly <laughs> copying them because we're like delving into the the baddest of the bad? No, just because they did it first. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, like you know, it's, it's got it's inevitable. It's got to come at some point. We got to well, talk about. I mean, this. you know, we can we can we can we can cut that part out if we want to. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. It. But I don't know how to even like summarize this movie because it basically starts on the boat, like Johnny Cage is throwing up, and yeah. they. Uh, start fighting Sub-Zero for whatever reason. Like, I think Shang Tsung shows up, Sub-Zero, like, attacks, Raiden stops them, and then he goes on to explain what Mortal Kombat is, and then they get on the island, and he explains for another 20 minutes while they're right. walking around the same parts of it's the It's very much just what's again. in the 95 movie, only, you know. I love the... I love the serenity of the island because it looks so picturesque, even in its like badly textured it 3D cool. rendering. Because you got like you got like little rivers, you got a bridge, you got like some tulip flowers for no reason. You got a Stonehenge rock thing in the background that I guess is the barrier that the island looks like. And then you got a li- and then you, and then basically you have a yellow brick road that they're all walking around. Huh. You know, know, I will give them like some odd. credit. Uh, I've given some the wonder of exploration. Uh, a sense to Shang Tsung's island, you know, you know, it's an island. It's it's they really beautiful. Didn't. And they lush. just did the same things over and over. Well, and over yeah, they too. walked over the same shit. But Jay's right; they had that Stonehenge thing, uh, they and then walked they had, over like three times. And then they, yeah, and then they yep. had the beautiful gardens with a footbridge over a creek. You know, and the most generic, a little bit more welcoming tulips like ever. <laughs> yeah, it was a little more welcoming than Shang Tsung's island in the movie, which is also beautiful, but also had its forebodingness to it. Where here, it's just like. If I wasn't in a killing people tournament, I'd would love to just like you know hang out. You know, I mean, it's, it's like Breath That's of the Wild, but like. but Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I definitely don't want to. Ha- I definitely do not want to hang out on Shang Tsung's Island in this movie. Like that's for sure. I would like to hang out on Shang Tsung's Island as an outlier. I like I I have fantasies of like Mortal Kombat tournament going on, and I'm like a journalist, and I'm like going mm. into Shang Tsung's chambers and being like, hey, I'm not a combatant. I'm just I'm just a journalist. Uh, tell me about yourself and. What's going to happen if you win? And you know, I'm just like hang out with them and you stuff would, like that. You would end up falling backwards into a match and you'd have to fight like. Fuck that. No. Uh, I figured I'd get like, wrapped up in like if he wins, I have to become his propaganda spreader or whatever. Uh, you know? I mean, Josh, and that, though. That's it's my true. deal, so I don't die. I mean, Josh, though, it's true. You actually are in this movie. You seen saw you in this movie. Like, oh, earlier. right. Yeah, I was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a dude in like a blue gi, uh, karate gi or whatever. And he looks. Very close to Josh. <laughs> yep, he does. He even did and like I a, never see him again. Yep, he he threw like one punch and one kick. That was like three frames of animation. <laughs> that was it. So. That was a neat scene showing all the the random people that show up for Mortal Kombat. But yeah, it was almost like anime minimalist. Just so like people weird like, because like one of the guys had like Mad Max armor, but he had a trucker hat on. Oh, I missed him. You were talking about him, and they never shoo- showed another shot of him. I did catch. It feels like there was a reference to the, to, to the movie in there. I can't remember what it was. Oh, no. Um, there, was there a fucking dude that was supposed to be the bearded dude from Enter the Dragon in there? Because it felt like I saw no. like, a bearded dude. I thought that was you. I thought that was, was you, that too. Me? Okay. Okay. But he me. wasn't from Enter the Dragon, though. Like, that that did not pop in my head when I well, saw no, him. I just, it, it I just, looked I just, like the bearded dude. 
yeah, I just, the dragon. I just saw the bearded uh-huh. dude. I just saw the uh-huh. bearded dude, yeah. and Yasin said Josh. And I'm like, yeah, that is Josh. That's me. So, yeah, like, while Raiden is, like, walking them around the uh, island endlessly, he's telling them <laughs> about the different, like, aspects of the history and the origins of certain characters. So then whenever they show, you know, past fights, they switch to full 3D. Yeah. And so we get uh origin of Shang Tsung. So we see Shang Tsung fighting the old uh master. I'm guessing this is Shaolin Master or something like that. Yeah, they never really and give him a name. It's when he, you know, defeats him and takes his soul. Uh we also see uh we see Sub Zero and Scorpion fight in three D and we also see Kung Lao fight uh Goro. Which yeah. means freaking and it's weird because it's supposed to be the great Kung Lao, but it's the Kung Lao from MK2. It's Kung Lao. <laughs> and he gets killed by Goro, which is the third time I've seen Kung Lao get killed this year. I think we yeah, can I think, I, I think we can officially say this you've seen. Is Kung Lao just like the Kenny of Mortal Kombat at this point? Yeah. At this point. Yeah, he is. I think it it's sucks. becoming a meme. If there's any yeah, other Mortal Kombat media that comes though. it it does. It it did. But just with uh Fucking twenty twenty one and Battle of the Realms back to back. If there's any other Mortal Kombat media that comes out and Kung Lao's in it, I, I guarantee you he's gonna die. I'm already kind of laughing about it because I know that the next Mortal Kombat, anything we watch, it's like the second that Kung Lao entered the scene, you see he's gonna be like, "Yay, Kung Lao! Please don't die! Please don't die! Please don't die!" <laughs> it's just like I said that. I said that with Battle of the Realms. I know. Watching it. I know, and I'm just die, like, don't, die, don't die. And he fucking died. And he fucking died. <laughs> I will say he did, he doesn't die in Legacy, right? No, he doesn't. You're right. So he survives in that, and that's Mark DeCasco, so that trumps everybody. Cool, Kung Lao. Yeah. Um, but given given the chance to to keep going into a third season, he may have died. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Thank Kung, God it got canceled. Kung Lao. Yeah. Like, Kung, <laughs> we'll Kung Lao actually fits the profile. He actually fits the profile of kind of like a tragic, like basically a tragic character because he's these ultra cool like hat spinning dude he's kind of like Liu Kang's big brother and Liu Kang being like the real main character Mortal Kombat and needs motivators to get him in the fight and I mean that's the only reason why he dies yeah and Kung Lao dying is sort of like like a motivator for that it's literally because the writers can't fucking figure out anything except to have something for Liu Kang to to, you know go off of yeah have his mentor die so you know fuck them Fucking lazy writers. Right. Yep. <laughs> at the I very least, I know, at the very least, I know Johnny Cage died, but I don't know if I could see him dying now because, like, he's the comic relief. The comic relief heart basically never dies in anything. Well, so he is, but you know, canonically, he dies. He does for period, and he isn't in the twenty twenty one movie. So raise your glasses to that. But he will be in the next one. He will be in the next one. And, wa- and watch him die. And watch him die in that movie. And if he does, I'll be like, "Yep, this is canon." <laughs> this they should they should do like a, a a canon thing maybe wait till the end of the movie and make it a heroic death kill johnny cage do it <laughs> so that way you see can have a get another gift you to see can have another gif to do it's gif by the way yeah because you have three and i have one i know right <laughs> although i'm not you see i'm not gonna find the gif to this freaking movie like <laughs> plus it's like a pg it's like a pg death like gore says finish yeah, he him he does like he basically just like Hits him on the ground and like axe kicks kicks him in the gut. And really, I feel like they wanted to do it gory, but because it's like very bad PS1 in 64 3D, I don't don't know if they can even do blood. 
I don't. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't think they ever wanted to do it gory because this is marketed to eight to twelve year old kids who are, are buying this shit. So you know, I like the idea. The fact that yeah. Video games are also marketed to the same age group. I like I, I like the idea that some kid like sees the journey begins for the absolute first time. It's the first Mortal Kombat anything, and they're like, "Hey, mom, hey, dad, this is cool. The movie just told me to buy the game. Look, it's look, it's still safe. Everything's PG. Then you buy the game. Holy shit! Oh. <laughs> I have a feeling if I was a kid that saw this back in the day, I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I'd see Mortal Kombat and not even associate it with this, and be like, "Oh, cool, that game looks cool." Well, here's the thing, like. That was around the time where stuff like uh, really took Beast off. Wars and Reboot were out as well. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, to me, those looked, they weren't great, but they looked good for the time. Yeah, they did look good but for the time. They're still pretty janky. They're pretty janky, though. Uh, so watching this, knowing that it was a straight to like, VHS, straight to video thing, I wonder if I would have been more lenient. I probably hmm. wouldn't, but I also. That would have been the first thing outside of the games I would have seen if it wasn't for the movie. Yeah. So I, think I, you would, if I, th- I think you would have been more lenient. Like, if it's something you drag home from Sunco's video, uh, and you know it's not a full movie, it's like a fucking 40-minute thing, it's like you just want to watch it in the afternoon. I could see it being, I mean, like, I passive entertainment. The, I remember liking Defenders of the Realm back then, so... I mean, I still like Defenders of the Realm back in the now. <laughs> like, and that makes me think of like dragging home one of the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla uh, things from KB Toy Stores. Uh, like they have the VHSs that have literally two episodes. No, one episode. A whole VHS tape that has one 20-minute episode on it. And taking yeah. it home and it's a quickly digestible just in and out. Okay, that was Godzilla and Friends doing thing. That wasn't great, but I had fun. That's how I feel this would have been if I had grabbed it as a kid. I guess. But yeah, watching it in 2021, it's like the first five to ten minutes, I remember being like, yo, this is the best Mortal Kombat movie ever. This is- I started to think that. I think I said that while we were watching it. <laughs> yeah, because it was just like, it was just so bad that it's good. Yeah, like Annihilation. Way. I like, I was la- like, when they showed the ship, uh, that whole rotating shot. The whole rotating shot that like centers around the flag at the top with just a red flag. Yeah. And then it goes down. And then they showed the side of it and they showed the front. Oh, and God. the Mortal Kombat symbol is just like copy pasted. Like it's, it's just taped onto the front. It's yes. not even on any kind of like support beam or anything like that. It's just kind of tacked onto the front. Yeah. How would you render that in a, in a live action? You wouldn't. Oh my god. Yeah, you really kind of would imply. You know what? Um, this thing had the same, it had the same, I guess you could say, like quality throughout the entire 40 minute thing as the Mortal Kombat uh, TV show Conquest. You know, like when they did mm. the establishing shot in Conquest, you see? All right. They always do the fucking. Uh, well, that had more atmosphere, though. They do the LucasArts interplay <laughs> computer game graphics. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that was something that you said while we were watching it, Josh, yeah. was that this looked like a CDI. Yeah. yeah, it literally does. I felt like I was playing the CDI version of Secret of Monkey Island because they were walking around the island with Raid, and I'm just like, oh, you can talk to people Secret and find of out. Monkey Island. I'm pretty sure that's there was a CDI version of that. I don't know if there was a CDI version of that. I'm, but I'm thinking of Legend was. of Zelda. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't far from it, but yeah, you're just kind of walking around 
on the yellow brick road, you know, talking about, you know, life, death and legacy and all this other stuff. And then there's, toilets, I like there's they bridges. cross the same ground that the script of the movie does. The mortal Kombat is not about death, but life. They say it worded a little differently, but it's the same holy script <laughs> of the greatest story ever told. That's uh, retold here. Yeah, I guess I'm just sitting here thinking like, well, Raiden uh, in this movie still is for the most part kind of useless because Raiden is so full up his own ass. Yeah, he really, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he really is. Because of course, because this film has to have some type of action. Of course, Shang Tsung says at one point, "Hey, if if they're dead, then they can't participate in the tournament." Hey, Sub Zero, why don't you like I don't know, toss them overboard or something? And Sub Zero's like, "Okay, I'll go do it." Okay, and then they get into a fight. And then Raiden's like, oh, you're violating the rules of the tournament. And Shang Tsung is like, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, sorry, my bad. I'll never do it again. And then he I does it again. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and then he does it again. And then Raiden's like, you have violated the rules of a tournament again. And Shang Tsung's like, well, yeah, so whatever, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they, leave, they, leave, they leave the scene into this shiny, like, this bright light going into the door. Oh, that That they shit. never close the door. <laughs> so it just, Doris got to close itself. Oh god, that that is a uh, that was a bright bright light. Like that's like some heavenly divinity. Like they obviously were meeting God in that light for how bright it was. Like it was I, ridiculous. Oddly enough, like yesterday, I rewatched The Matrix Reloaded. Oh, and uh, uh, which honestly better than I remember. No, I love The Matrix Reloaded. We talked about it with Neil. Uh, the the Revolutions is the only one I dislike. I love Reloaded, but anyway, go I'm ahead and watch that next week. But uh, when he goes to meet the architect, he unlocks the door and it has like this huge, like bright light thing. And that's that's what this scene reminded me of. Can I when do a small open... topical? Oh, go ahead. But yeah, when they just have like this like door of just beaming light coming out, and they walk in, and then they close the door, but it's still left the jars, and then you just, you just see the light bleeding out from it, and just uh... yeah. What were you saying? Oh no, I was. Can I do a small topical aside uh, from yeah. talking about a uh, fucking straight-to-video thing from 30 years ago to something that just recently happened. What do we all think of the Matrix uh, uh, <laughs> Resurrections trailer? What do we all think about that? We're really... We, we're we're, we're going to do a side and talk, talk about, about the new Matrix trailer, yes. Yeah, we're going to do whatever we can not to talk about The Journey Begins. Right. Well, we um, also got to pad out the pad out the runtime in this one. <laughs> hey, we only got four minutes or so before we're the same length as the movie, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, uh, at this point, yeah. So we're gonna total. But run. no, uh, Matrix Four, uh, Matrix Resurrection. I think it looks interesting. I'm a bit cautious about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's why I'm watching the rewatching the movies, just because like yeah. I don't remember. I really I don't remember re- story wise what happened in Re- Re- Reloaded and Revolution. Well, I just kind of I want to rewatch them again, scenes. but but I did just like I was telling Neil uh, not too long ago, so I guess I really don't need to, but I want to again, at least. I mean, you've seen you should watch it, but two. I guess like to, to do a very quick summary, you know, in Revolutions, they fight the, they, they fight the robot machine guys and they don't... <laughs> They te- <laughs> it's like the fucking plot of every fucking sci-fi movie ever. <laughs> and so they fight the robot machine guys, and uh, and and Agent Smith and Neo do their like Dragon Ball Z Goku thing, and then Neo 
when say Trinity gets like saved or something, and then the whole thing happens where the Matrix is exists, but like they want to give people a choice now to where if they want to stay, they can. uh, Neo makes a, a, a a bargain with the machine god and says, "I'll kill." Uh, Agent Smith, because he's like a malware affecting the Matrix, and if I kill him, then then you'll sick the 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 Sentinels off of Zion. And he's like, okay, and that's what happens. Yep, and then and that's the thing. Like the I just like watching um watching the Reloaded and like I've hearing maybe it was a, it was the talk with Neil or someone something else, but I forgot. Or actually, it may have been just like reviews that I saw, like people doing reactions to the Matrix Four trailer. I didn't realize that the Matrix rebooted and every generation had a Neo. Yeah, that was and the thing. Like, like Neo's the one in a millionth thing. Like, it, it keeps, re, you know, there's always an anomaly. Right. And I, because when the last, uh, okay, the last time I've watched The Matrix re- Reloaded was on my old DVD that was full screen. So this is the first time I've seen Reloaded wow. since the theater in widescreen. <laughs> You know how the first time I saw Reloaded was? A cam boot. <laughs> a cam boot in my college dorm. Of course. Yeah. No, this was like, because I was so excited the to watch was Reloaded that? that. Oh, sorry. That's uh That sounded like the gates of hell fucking swinging open. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you about to be assaulted by Outworld, you seen? Yeah. Is Shao Kahn coming through? Probably. But, um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I watched it in, uh, Reloaded in theaters. Uh, it's the only Matrix movie I saw in theaters, actually. Funny. And the only one I saw was The Revolutions. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw I, all three. I, like, it came out, it, uh, Reloaded came out, I think, a week after I graduated high school. So it was kind of like a graduation gift where we kind of just wow, went to saw see The Matrix. Um, and then I didn't see Re- Revolutions until uh, it went on DVD. Yeah. So, and then judging by how <laughs> the pandemic is going, I may end up watching uh, Matrix 4 at home as well. So, really, well, it, it, it's a WB movie, so it'll probably be on HBO Max. So, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. So, then Reloaded is going to be the only movie, uh, Matrix movie that I see in theaters. Man, <laughs> uh, well, that's no, okay because I, I like Reloaded. Reloaded is a good movie, it's fun, it's a fun action movie. And back then, I just didn't understand all the stuff with the architect and. Well, that's I love. Uh, that's the shit I love. Like all the people that uh, went over people's heads. Like I fucking love that. Like all the. It went over my head. The only thing that I remember is the Will Ferrell parody. Um, oh god damn it! But I will say that the thing that I'm worried about the action looks cool, but the action in the first three Matrix movies like was partially, if not fully, coordinated by. Yun Wu Ping, famous like Hong Kong action director. Which I have no idea. I'm assuming he has nothing to do with this one. I I was looking on IMDb and I didn't see his name in there. I have to keep looking, but I don't think that he is involved. I'll have to double check. And if he's not, like the next person I would think to work on the action would be Chad Stahelski, the director of John Wick. Mm, Yeah, makes sense. But... The problem is that he was doing John Wick four and Matrix four at the same time, so they couldn't do yeah. like he couldn't he couldn't direct that and then do the action for this. I think hmm. so. I'm like I don't know who's doing the action, but I wish them the best of luck because they got a lot to live up. I to. mean, there's some cool shit in the trailer. I love that shot where the 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 agent comes out of like the booth and spills into the hallway, like and the camera realigns. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you, uh, yeah, Jessica Hemwick or whatever. Yeah, no, not her. Like the 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 the, the male agent, 
Like he's jumping out of a booth and spilling into the hotel hallway. Uh, oh, he's sh- chasing her. He's yeah. like completely shifting perspectives and he just lands yeah. and like chasing them and the new Morpheus who for some reason is dressed up as an agent, which new Morpheus weirds me out. Why couldn't they get Lawrence Fishburne? The answer is apparently he died in one of the v- fucking video games. So yeah, he, di- yeah, he died in uh, Matrix Online. Yeah, so it's um, like, I never played that, but you know. But nobody, I mean, barely anybody did. But I don't. We don't know if that's a new Morbius. Morbius. I mean, he's obviously Morpheus. It's fucking Morpheus. I don't know, dude. He's he's at, he's literally doing a, a Lawrence Fishburne lookalike like impersonation. He's dressed the same. Be... He's doing the same speech patterns. It's supposed to be a younger version of him, or maybe he's a I computer. Don't know. It could just be another black now. dude. Or another black dude. I don't think that's it. You see, I think it's it's Morpheus. It's young Morpheus. But then we have old Trinity and old Neo, so... Well, yeah, because that's the only people they could ask back. <laughs> I kind of feel like we got the Morpheus-Neo reunion in John Wick 2. Yeah, that was nice. I was really hoping that uh, Carrie Ann Moss would be in John Wick at some point. Right, that would be good. Uh, but hey, at least she's a Matrix, and goddamn, she looks... You know, as far as, like, making fun of people that age, like, Keanu Reeves has been rumored to be a vampire because he doesn't seem to age. And finally now he's, like, starting to show his age. It's like, okay. Yeah. Especially when he shaves. He looks awful in Bill and Ted. Uh, people are <laughs> saying, like, oh, he, he looks like John Wick again in this. But, no, he rocks the beard. He's aging gracefully. That's what you got to do. Grow the beard. But Carrie yeah. Ann Moss in the trailer, goddamn, she looks great for however old yeah. she is. She looks... I mean... It's it was, it's been what twenty two years something like years? that I don't know you know yeah. it's like you always see the meme of like people that have not like carry themselves good versus people like Tom Cruise and uh, 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 Captain Picard what's his name oh uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Stewart Patrick Stewart but Patrick Stewart doesn't age which is easy to money, when you shave your head but uh, money is a great de aging factor yeah so. money or Earl Grey tea apparently um. um I mean, she she was in um, what was she in? She was in Silent Jessica Hill Jones? Revelations. <laughs> she's, in Je- she's in Jessica Jones. Yeah. She anyway, she looked she, she looked Jones, fucking yeah. great in the Ma- Matrix trailer. Like, it feels yeah. like I'm still watching the old Matrix movies. And yeah. Keanu looks old, but I dig the John Wick look. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going off and we're we're tangent in here. And in Matrix, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. How do we get? How do how did we get off on Matrix? You wanted to do that. You actually you, said, I did, but I don't remember what the... spurned it. <laughs> you, Josh, you uh, spurned Josh, you I'm spurred just trying it. to insert something topical in here to give us a little bit more. Yeah, but, you, here's, yeah, but you, here's a tieback. Here's a tieback. Yeah, what's the tieback? Matrix did the multimedia thing with the Animatrix. Right. To tie into the movies. Same as, as yes. Journey Begins did with Mortal Kombat 95. Boom. Connection. As above, so below. <laughs> and because Journey Begins did it first, it's obviously better than what the Matrix did. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. Or, or yeah, at absolutely. least it says more clout. I mean, Mortal Kombat is the greatest story ever told. Yes. And, you know, it has to be, you know, that's just his legacy. <laughs> no I'm starting to think that Mortal Kombat is the greatest story ever told only in the first movie. <laughs> only in the first it movie. really is. Well, you know why? Because uh, like, Annihilation yeah, yeah, because, really yeah, continues a legacy. There's uh, a lot of mythology in it. Yeah, but Annihilation also is a bad movie. <laughs> well, we learned how you know Raiden got a new look, and you know <laughs> they didn't make how, the, they, you know, I want to see that fate of the world. 
I want to see that cannon one day, like where one day Raiden just shows up. Like maybe we they'll do that in the next Mortal Kombat game, and he's just like got slick back hair and wearing like you know Dude, like a. That's how she. Oh, it just hit my head. That's how it should be in MK12, since Liu Kang is now the mentor. Raiden in the new timeline. Raiden should still show up, but now he's not a god. He's immortal, so he gets his new look. And he's all happy. He's, he's, he's modeled after and voiced by James Ramar. Yeah. Hashtag get James Ramar to model and voice MK12. That's a long hashtag. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to condense that. <laughs> get James Ramar for MK12. It, yeah, you have to copy that and spread that shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're back we? to this animated treasure. Um, treasure. Let's okay. Let's be positive. Let's <laughs> name some things that we actually liked. I named like three things, dude. Um, in the very beginning, True. when they did some of the animation shots, uh, which were recycled from later on in the movie, I thought they looked quite fluid, and I was like, oh wow. Um, to take away from that, uh you know, compliment, they did look shitty once I saw them in full motion, so... There's a shot of Goro's face I like because it's actually kind of well-drawn, but it literally is just of his face, and they repeat that shot, like, five times. Five times. Yeah. Uh, I will say, like, overall, the animation wasn't terrible. Even though the walk cycle... The walk cycles are bad. They recycled a lot of shots. Yeah, Josh, I'm sorry. And they they did that weird fucking slow-mo shit during the actual fights when the shit really gets down. Josh, Josh, you can can probably find a needle in a haystack before you could ever tell me that the animation was good in this movie. I don't know. I just felt like there was something like, like, I was expecting really bad. I was expecting... I don't know. Uh, I didn't go back to saying bad things about it. I told you to say something good about oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah, good things. Um, I thought the, <laughs> the, 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 the Scorpion Sub-Zero shit was, was intriguing. Yeah, at least, yeah. Just, you know. uh, um, I actually thought that Gora having a brother and him fighting over like a yeah. diamond that's just randomly in the room, like it's a Tomb Raider level. I thought that's that... totally That's totally like a Greek mythology story right there. I like the attempt to have some backstory to all this. I like that Goro's brother had an M. Bison smile. Yes, he did. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I like the fact that, that the hidden treasure is just like the most generic diamond-looking jewel you've seen in any video oh, game also, ever. It was just right there. It was right That's there. Exactly. Well, like I said, they, 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 they said that, you know, uh, Goro's brother, what was his name? Dracon or something uh, like that. Dracon? Dora, Dora. Drake? He was Drake? Dora. Dora. <laughs> I'm going to say it was Drake. <laughs> okay. okay. Drake Squirrel's brother, <laughs> and uh, he found. Now they said that he 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 deep he he explored deep within the depths of the realm of Shokan because apparently it's a realm, and found this gem. So apparently he went through you know several levels, you know, and leveled so up. What were they fighting for? Because Drake wanted to show this t- <laughs> gem to his father. I'm assuming it's King Gorbak. But he sees it. He's sitting right there. Yeah, but Goro wanted the, the glory of it, and it doesn't matter who actually found it. It's about who brings it to his step, his feet. So Goro, you know, is a trial of combat. So Goro is going to fight for the, the right to, to present the gem. Mm. It's very superficial, but it's also very befitting of a warrior clan. So I don't have a problem with that. I, it is interesting to see that he is the younger brother. Right. I mean, yeah, Goro's got to have a superior somewhere. And then he gets knocked off the cliff, and then his brother saves him, and then his brother gets knocked off the cliff, and then he kills his brother. Yeah, that was very long and drawn out. That was a little bit like... Everything is long and drawn out. Wasn't there a a Shokan character in uh, Blood and Thunder 
we didn't talk about what was his name. He was supposed to be a relative of Goro too. You uh, remember? I don't remember. I, I, don't remember. I don't remember his name. Yeah, somebody fought him. Blood and Thunder uh, was not the best comic that we read. His so. name was Goro Jack or something. I don't fucking what. Know. <laughs> we all know King Gorback. That's canonically Goro's dad, which I'm assuming is the guy who's sitting there on the throne in this movie, yeah. looking over him. But they don't. They don't say his name. I don't know. I like the fact that he just kind of like watched because if he is the father of Goro and, and Goro's brother, then he watched his son kill his other son, and he's like, "Hmm, good job, son." And I'm just like, yeah, uh, no, "That's cool. a hard reality of a warrior race, you know. Live the live by the sword, die by the sword." There was no sword. No, there's just four arms punching yeah. relentlessly. Yeah, I'm punching relentlessly. Awkwardly, like. <laughs> awkwardly moving around. Also, I did, I, I, uh, I did yeah. actually think the logo was actually good, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, the best part of the movie... It was the logo? Was it started, it's, no, the best part of the movie is that it started with the Mortal Kombat 95 theme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however briefly it was said, like they, they kind of cut off a little too soon. They kind of cut it off oh, yeah. like prematurely. But at least, like, as far as keeping in with tradition of the 90s Mortal Kombat media... It has to start with the, the techno syndrome. If, if you want to make your movie hype as fuck, open with that song. Also, yeah. also another Schindler's good... list opens with that song. <laughs> also, uh, this is actually something. The Christ opens <laughs> also, this is actually something I, I actually did like in the movie because it's a it's a cheap way to do something that's actually in a way kind of clever when shang song beats like the temple monk and takes his soul it literally shows him taking his soul but when you <laughs> actually look at it he turns white and it's like oh you didn't take his soul you just removed the texture from his body right i loved your comment <laughs> and, that. and i thought that was and i did. thought that was actually kind of cool i mean it's it's not good but i had a chuckle at it i was it's like it's literally oh. an animator figuring out how do i depict his soul being taken from his body i don't know i'll just delete his texture I mean, to be fair in the '95 movie, when he takes that first dude's soul, he just turns like white. Gray. Yeah, he turns. I mean, he and that turns was white. great. That was super spooky. It was like his, he's a corpse. What I'm saying. So he did the same thing here, I, I, except you see like his body pixelate, <laughs> and yeah, Jay's right. His fucking texture map <laughs> just hey, gets I'm deleted. Trying to, I'm trying to be positive here. <laughs> break. I mean, I was too, but that was uh, a reach on that one. <laughs> these 3D segments, which I, I I was wondering how they would separate them, and I, and it it works. That they separated them, that they're the flashback segments. And, you know, that's how, like, artistically, narratively, they make them work. Uh, As far as, like, you know, how they fucking actually work, they're pretty fucking awful. But maybe... Wouldn't it be... Wouldn't Mm -hmm. it make more sense to be reversed? Because, like, then the, the past stuff is new tech, and then the current stuff is old tech. You see, do you really want a whole movie mostly done in those graphics? Can I be honest with you? Hmm. Yes. How? Why? I would, way more, I would have been way more entertained if most of the movie was C- CG and then <laughs> the oh. fights yeah, were the 2D. Yeah, yeah, John, Because the 2D was unbearable. So, the, like, yeah. if I had as little as that as possible, that'd be great. Josh, Josh, consistency goes a long way. Blended media like that, in my opinion, like, almost never works unless it's done exceptionally well. Um and it has to be done like stupid well. I think like media now has got to a point where it can be done well, but back then, just make it one style. Like 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 basically 
Keep everything. If you're going to do 3D backgrounds, then just make everything 3D. Reboot solved this problem. <laughs> Defenders of the Realm solved this problem because they realized, oh, our 3D sucks. Let's just do 2D the entire time. I don't think time. they ever attempted to do 3D in Defenders of the Realm. Well, if they, did, well, if they, well if they did, um, they realized it was a bad idea. I just, I, I don't think the 2D was as bad as I was fearing it to be. It did look a little, like, it only got bad when they did the, the climactic battle with all the slow-mo no, it, it was bad before that. Like the whenever they talk, their heads were disconnected from their bodies <laughs> in a different shade of whatever color skin color they were, and the shading was bad. The animation was just the same every time. Like at least with the CG, like it was bad, but it was like consistently bad. <laughs> it was more to look at. I, I guess. Boy, the, that that fucking grin on Shang Tsung's model just like, <laughs> and also the Sub Zero and Scorpion definitely like Party City, like. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was a Party City outfit. Also, also, you seen that both laugh like when they were on the ship, and then the clouds were roaming the sky, but you saw the line where the texture ended. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I missed that. Y'all were yeah. talking about that. Yeah, they were trying to do. Yeah, you basically see the texture map, the edge of the texture yeah. map. Yeah, you basically see the entire texture map, like some. That's it's like uh, annihilation. Yeah, it is like annihilation. You see the same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> All the technical limitations of that. Yeah, it was just. Uh. Yeah, it's just uh, like man, a- and. Good, like trying to think of like other good things. Okay, so this I actually I think is kind of a good thing, but again, it's it's me reaching a little bit. So when the um um when the Tarkatans um actually are running towards uh the group at the end, not the the run itself is not what I like, but the pose that they had with their run actually seems like something a warrior race that has blades sticking out of their forearms would do like they um, they're almost in like uh they got like their like their arms like tucked in like kind of low and they got their fists out so that way like the um uh, the blades are sticking out and they're running forward and that just seems like okay i could see them doing that because their blades are going to be the first thing that touches anybody hmm i mean yeah yeah you're giving them some credit there i'm trying give them a lot of leeway i also thought the cottons were weird because they re-envisioned them Instead of having the full fucking fang teeth, they just gave him tusks. Yeah. Or canines, as it were. Like, they didn't want to animate a full mouth of gnashy teeth. They just, like, gave him, like, little jutting, like, teeth. And, of course... And also... Oh, go ahead. None of them were Baraka. The other thing I thought that was kind of cool was that it definitely looked like that Goro would not talk in this episode at all, but he actually does. He has one line of dialogue, which is... Boy, I don't remember it. He I, I do. I do. It's a, it basically was saying, don't let them escape. Like, that's all it was. It was and it was probably... A, wow. And actually, the dude that narrated all, like, uh, the character profiles at the end of this, which was weird, by the way, but the guy who narr- <laughs> but the guy who narrated that, I think narrated Goro's, like, one line of dialogue. And he wasn't even credited, so I guess it's, it's for not... Wow, good, good, good on you, Jay. Because I don't remember that shit at all. Yeah. I was waiting for Goro to talk. I, I, re- I, I just was... remember Goro kept doing this same identical animation where he basically is swishing his cape, his cape. over his yeah, body yeah, and then yeah. revealing himself again, like a flasher. And does he have four <laughs> arms? And it's just like Goro's like, "Yeah, buddy, I do." <laughs> oh, the weirdest line is when uh, Johnny is saying, "Like, hey, did you see that? Did I see what that over there?" It's that guy, and he has four 
And then they cut to another scene. It's like for what? For what? For dicks. And then like and then like ten minutes later they come back and they see him again. It's like that's the guy I was talking about. He has four arms. That's what I was trying to tell you. It's like wow. It feels like they're really trying to do something with that to like increase the mystery, but they just <laughs> no. I think what they were really trying to do is there's it's like that one scene like where the uh like like where two uh, Tarkatans actually have Liu Kang and Johnny Cage basically pointing their blades at their backs like they're about to take them hostage, and then Johnny Cage and Liu Kang say we have to, like we have to <laughs> like we have to escape, and then they're both like maybe, and then they both say it at the same time, and then magically turn it around somehow, some way, and even Yasin was like, was that supposed to be funny? Because I'm like, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah I, remember I remember what that. the line was, but. It, they played it as like them being on the same lang- late wavelength and having a humorous moment. Wow, why is it that, that we was- saw this movie literally 30 minutes ago, which, yeah, peek behind the curtains, we literally watched this movie right before we recorded this, and I remember you seeing saying, like, was that supposed to be funny? I can't remember yeah. what the fucking supposed joke was. Now. Yeah, well, Josh, right. that, that just shows how, for, how wonderfully Oscar-worthy this entire movie was. I remember it being awful and cringy, like, oh, LOL, this is where you're supposed to laugh. But I can't remember what it was. However, I, I guess I can say another good thing about this, and we can talk about this a little bit. They actually have some heavy hitter voice talent in this. Of all things, like mm. what is it? Jennifer Hale um, is in this. Um, it's one uh, name I recognize. Yeah, they're like Jet, like Jeff Bennett is in this, and he's done a crap ton of stuff. And Jim Cummings is in this. For those who are listening who may not understand just the just the weight of those voice actors, Jim Cummings has done. A lot. Like, if you've ever watched Winnie the Pooh, basically anything in the past, like, 20 years, Jim Cummings. If you have seen anything Warner Brothers or Looney Tunes related in the last probably 20 years, Jim Cummings does a lot there. If you are a Disney Afternoon kid, like me, um, then Jim Cummings was around. And same with Jeff Bennett. I mean, Jeff Bennett, that's Brooklyn from Gargoyles, everyone. Like, he's in this freaking thing. Um, And he voices Johnny Cage. And... Like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I know I've heard this guy's voice before. I know I've heard it, but I can't pinpoint it. And I'm like, holy crap, that's Brooklyn from Gargoyles. I didn't know he was in this, but considering it was made in, like, 93 or, or 92 or whatever, it makes sense. Like, the window was there because that was Disney afternoon primetime. Yeah. Um, so those voices were all over the place. They was getting work. <laughs> I don't know how much they got paid, I mean, but. <laughs> and also Jennifer Hale, who's, who's, like, a huge, like. Yeah voice actress and she's done a bunch of like video games and movies and shows yeah but she was i mean connected to mortal kombat she's the voice of chronica in mk11 and she I, also is so. the boy and she's also the voice of female shepherd for you mass effect fans out there yep and wasn't she also somebody in mkx probably uh, she was tanya yeah 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 damn so she's got some clout yeah and this shitty little fucking straight to video movie and she would go on to be the main villain Eleven. <laughs> yeah. So voice, some, uh, and apparently there's only five of them that were credited for this thing. I kind of felt like there were more voices, but maybe they just did repeats because sometimes they probably recycle. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of voice actors they'll have like one dude play like Thug One, Thug Two, or Minion Three, or like or like Random Guard Forty Five or something that it, that says yeah. like two lines of dialogue and the entire episode or whatever. So they probably recycled a lot of their voice and had them do things. So Goro was probably voiced by one of those five people um well, as one line apparently yeah, but i would love it if jennifer held the voice of goro that would make me happy <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's talented enough to do it yeah maybe, maybe could she um, she could voice him in a, in a reproduction of prince of pain which we love so much oh man that'd be great um 
So I guess uh, lore wise, it's basically just set up. Yeah. The only thing that it takes, it feels like it takes more from the comics than anything else, because that's the only thing that was kind of out. More of the comics and from the movie itself, which it seems to, you know, obviously the script was probably available to reference. Right. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, we get the the, the scorpion thing with where he's protecting his, he's protecting Sub-Zero until he can kill himself. Yeah. Uh, we get story about Goro and his family, which I, but I don't know if that's actually, like, do they ever reference that again? <sighs> I don't know if that's canon either. I've never heard of Goro having a brother or them. Yeah, yeah nor have for, I. You know, that's that's new. I mean, it's but it was kind of cool to hear about. But at the same time, they didn't really do much with it other than be like, oh hey, Goro kills his brother and get and like and gains the I mean, glowy and gains the glowy thing. The like, glowy okay. thing. It's basically just to highlight their warrior race, and it's survival of the fittest and even in its family i'm gonna kill my brother if it means i'm gonna gain an advantage you know to 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 my father so it's probably not canon though but yeah like uh, i guess i really can't think of any other good things about this movie i think we basically covered everything good about this movie because everything else is really really bad i think like i mean it's a quick it's a quick digestible in and out Movie. I don't know about all that, man, because like there are times where I'm like, what is going on here? Because the direction of this movie is not good. There's like random slow-mo. Uh, just fucking kind of... Uh, 30% of the movie is raiding, raiding, walking around the fucking island with Johnny Cage and company. <laughs> yeah, explaining like the things. But when there is fights, it's just like, what? Like there was this one slow-mo scene that they drew out for so long and it's just Liu Kang doing a backflip over a dude off a wall. Like that like that's like that's all it was. Yeah. I'm just like, guys, you don't have to think, you don't have to do this. The effect was supposed to make you go, "Oh shit." Yeah. But maybe it didn't but, translate. And they and they oh my god, like the repeated animation guys in this. Like there's a shot of the camera panning away as Sonya's getting attacked by all these Tarkatans, and they use this one shot that's, like, not even, like, a fraction of a second, but they use it, like, six times in this, like, they repeat it six times, like, during this one fight. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah. <laughs> like why, movie, why? Also, just for clarification, this is the only time we see Durak. Who? No, in, in all of Mortal Kombat. From what I could tell from the... Durak? Uh, fandom wiki, like, girl's brother. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so, like, he's probably not canon. Yeah, that's it. it. It says he's non-canon based off of the wiki, but yeah, he's no. He's this is the first and last appearance of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he dies. So yeah, he he, fa- um, he falls into the black pit of doom. So I feel like this is just going to be a short episode. Yeah, right I mean, uh, probably the shortest episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's really yeah. not too much uh, like other to say about this movie other than if you have virgin eyes and ears and you are not as into Mortal Kombat as we are, um, I would not recommend you watch this movie. You probably movie. won't get anything out of watching this. Yeah, you will not. Yeah, you, like, just if save you're a virgin you... eyes and ears and you're new to Mortal Kombat, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, basically save 40 minutes of your time and just play Mortal Kombat 11. It's a good game. Or just watch watch the 95 movie. That's a good idea, yeah, too. Great, it's the greatest story ever told. Yeah. We almost dropped... Watch anything else. Yeah. We, yeah. we almost dropped what we were doing and said, fuck it, let's watch the 95 movie. <laughs> I almost clicked on it. We're about due, because we watch it once every year, right? Yeah. We're about, we're about due for it. But we watched we it this watch? year already. Like We, wa- we watched no, it we, this year. We watched it 2020, dude. No, I thought we watched it... No. no, we watched it in 2021 for the podcast. Yeah, dude, our podcast was created this year. <laughs> 
Oh man, it's felt like forever then. <laughs> oh, well, hey, we should watch it a, a second time anyway. Fuck it, it's a I'm great down story. For I'm it totally, yeah. this year. I'm totally down. Let's for that. rip oh, someone yeah. in uh, who hasn't oh, seen yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, something that we absolutely have to plug in here because we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, the Luke Kang in this movie, you know, he had hair, but he didn't have Robin Shu's hair. So there's he that. did have nope. some hair though. He does have some nice. I mean, he had he had the, the hair from the comic books, which is not Robin Shu's hair. Yeah, it wasn't. But as it's good. close. It, it it's it's an aspiration to Robin Shu's hair, but it's it, just it's close but no cigar. Yeah, it's yeah. close but no cigar, and that cigar ain't even lit. So I'm like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> so I think before we close it out, I think we should, since this is technically a movie, kind of, sort of. Oh right, yeah. Let me open up preference reeler. Y'all keep talking. I don't need preference yeah, reeler for this to... one. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust my I brain. I know exactly where this is gonna go. If it was if. Boy, is this going to be below minutes? like the, the the fucking WB movies? Yes, yes. Are you kidding me? Kidding me? This is dead last. <laughs> yeah, this is dead last. You could surprise yourself. No, no, I'm not. There's no I surprise. Say, if the movie, if the movie was only ten minutes long and it ended before we did the first CGs, well, yeah. If the movie ended before they got to the island, then this movie would have went up maybe, but. Because we got on the island and they just walked around in circles for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, for twenty minutes. If it was just the, if this movie was just the CG fights, <laughs> it would have still been last, but it would have been an amusing last. So the one we got to rank are MK ninety five, Annihilation, MK twenty twenty one, and then Battle of the Realms and Scorpion's Revenge, and then this, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so six missing. films. Okay. You don't need the preference, man. It's dead last. I'm doing it, man. I don't trust my brain. There's no way. I trust your brain, Josh. Because I, I want to hey, see what kind of bullshit bet? it comes up with. That how much you want to bet that this is going to still end up last on his list? It's probably going to be last. I'm just going to say. How, how much you want to bet you've seen that Josh is a rebel at heart and it's not going to end up last on his list? It's going to be what like second last. What if it ends up last. number one? <laughs> if, it ends up, if it even ends up higher than like your... Because you, Scorpio's Revenge was your least favorite, I think. Yeah. If it ends up higher than that... We're gonna have a talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, like, we, like Josh, we, like we, like we may revoke your MK card and banish you to Outworld. Oh boy, <laughs> banish me to the Cobalt Mines. Oh, small aside. I like that they referenced that Shang Tsung getting cobalt banished mines? to the Cobalt Mines because that was a whole thing in, in Conquest, which I thought they just mm. invented it for that. But apparently, that was something they had in their back pocket. Well, there you go, Josh. Like, like you found you, you found one good thing about this movie that I didn't spot. <laughs> and that makes it better than Scorpion's Revenge for Yes, uh, I guess I, I, I guarantee you it does. I'm going through. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, G- yeah, Journey Begins is at the end. Okay, good. My, my okay. list pretty much is identical to what I said it was in uh, the the Battle of the Realms episode. It's literally yeah. MK95, Annihilation, yada, yada, yada. I like Scorpion's Revenge uh, less than Battle of the Realms, and uh, Journey Begins, deservedly so, is down at the bottom. So. Yeah, so it's accurate. All right, you've seen what's your yeah. what's your list? I don't remember. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna say ninety five is number one. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Scorpion's Revenge is two. Wow, two. Uh, I think so. It was. It was a. Did you say that last time? I don't remember. Hmm. My ch- my my list changes every episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's in flux. Um, I probably should write it down at some point and really think about it. But if I'm going gut reaction now, is ninety five. Scorpion's Revenge, Annihilation, uh, Battle of the Realms. Battle of the Realms in 2021 are kind of tied for me. Mm. And then 
Scorp- and then uh, Journey Begins. Okay. Yeah, and I think mine mine go as follows. Uh, I think I think I said this last episode at some point, but yeah, mine is definitely ninety five movie. And then I actually think that Battle of the Realms would be probably my number two because I had a lot of fun with that movie, uh, even though it's objectively yeah. not as good I mean, as Scorpion's it, it Revenge. But I had a lot fun. of fun it's, with Battle of the Realms. It's great, stupid fun. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. plus, like, like I said in our review with Neil, um, if you put giant monsters fighting in anything, it's <laughs> really going to be hard for me to hate it. Like, I'm just Jay, biased. What if, what, what if uh, The Journey Begins had giant monsters? It would end, be very is... hard for me to hate it because I'm biased. Hmm. Even um, though as shitty as it was. Technically, doesn't uh, Annihilation have giant monsters? It does. No, it doesn't. Well, it, it, has, it has monsters. It, it have been Jay, monsters. it literally does. They don't wreck shit, but they are giant. They are monsters, and they are giant. They're not... Yeah, but they're not giant enough. They're like 10 feet tall. Like Okay, uh, a point there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like I come from the, I come from the school of Godzilla and King Kong. My monsters need to be bigger than that, dude. So mm-hmm. I'd say it's about as big as King Kong. Uh well yeah uh, yeah King Kong you shouldn't mention him because uh, he, he unless he's fighting Godzilla he's like fucking ten feet tall. Yeah. Um, well no he's fifteen he's fifteen meters. I know actually, but, yeah. <laughs> um the 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 annihilation yeah they were they weren't that big but but, but yeah so it goes like um, ninety five Battle of the Realms and then um, and then Scorpion's Revenge and then. I actually will give it to 2021 over Annihilation, but not by much. Uh, 2021, then Annihilation, and then this. Dude, I'd like to watch... Y'all want to get together and watch 2021 again sometime? I'm down for it. Yeah, Yeah, because I think I'd appreciate it. There are things I didn't like, but I wouldn't mind trying to appreciate it again because there are some parts that are really good. I try to to view it as the overall package of a film, and really the only thing I can say about it is that it's just kind of eh, but it does have good things about it. About it, it's just a lot of it, it is a eh. pitifully mediocre movie. It was, it was a movie. Yeah, it was a movie, but I thought it was a mediocre movie. It wasn't like I mean, the most yeah. boring movie, but yeah. it was unfortunately more boring than it should have been. It was a step above mediocre. It was almost. Honestly, good. If you wanted to watch the movie sometime this week, I'm down for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think What's Sunday. Today? Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to do a podcast about our reevaluation of Mortal Kombat. No, no. I mean we could, but. No, this is just for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, like uh, yeah, but yeah, but Journey begins. Worst thing ever. Don't watch it. I said my piece. We're good. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Defenders of the Realm is better. We can all say that. Yes, you know, y'all it have is. Only seen like a couple episodes. We need to fucking f- commit and fucking finish watch. I seen the whole series. Y'all haven't. Uh, Josh, no, I've seen the whole series too. Oh yeah. Damn okay. it. I thought. Er- and guess what? I saw earlier than you. Ha. I doubt that. <laughs> I really do doubt that. I think we probably watched it at the same time. Yeah, but I hey, finished. I've I've watched episodes when it came out. I just don't think I watched all of them. I missed a couple in my childhood, but more or less Saturday morning USA Action Extreme Team. I yep. was up watching. I was watching that Mortal Kombat, about Defenders of the Realm, and Sailor Moon. And Sailor Moon. Yep. And I, and yep. I was watching Savage Dragon and Ultra Force and ah. Uh, so Denver the last, yeah, yeah Street Fighter, and then of course uh, uh, Denver the last dinosaur. Huh? Every time we talked about Defenders of the Realm, we talked about what shows we watched around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, because the uh, shows around Defenders of the Realm the were Highlander live action TV show, La Femme Nikita. Uh, oh, look, okay, 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 okay. We're getting into we're getting lost in the weeds of it. <laughs> I, in the in the near near ish future, we will try to watch. We will watch and talk about Defenders of the Realm. Yeah, um, I'm I'm basically trying to 
chained down Jane. You seem to do that. Uh, they keep they keep trying to break away though. <laughs> We're too wily when we can't can't catch us. I know. Yeah, it's slimy. Yeah, no. We're like Pokemon. You can't catch us with the master yeah, ball. Can't, can't catch us. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I think that's all we can. Really Is this say the, the shortest episode we've ever done? Uh, it, was long, it, was it, was, be- it was long. It was longer than this damn movie we watched. Wow, I mean, yeah, that, there's that. But I think our first episode was the shortest, and now this one is up there or down there, as it were. <laughs> what, what are you gonna say about a fucking shitty, fucking barely over a half an hour video tie-in movie? In about two minutes, it will be longer than the first episode of. Oh God, we got two minutes. So do we have to decide? Do we want this to be the shortest one? If we do, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Josh, you have to like do your thing, like where you like. You're right? Yeah, yeah. I don't got nothing. <laughs> what? But Josh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod, and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Combat Time Podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Kombat continues. Get over here!